something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, a mental health podcast, helping you out of the gray and into the blue. Now... Here's Jay Glazer. Welcome back to Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer. And our guest today is an unbelievable human being. His story, fantastic. And he really epitomizes the type of guy who isn't a victim by what's happened to him. Instead, he's using his own experiences, his own adversity to turn around and help teach others, which is what we all need to do. But I think in today's day and age, where it's an even harder day, Stories like this are even more valuable. Before I get to him, if you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in this country experienced mental illness last year. I'm definitely one of them. Yet far too many fail to receive the support they need. Carolyn Behavioral Health is doing something about it. They understand that behavioral health is a key part of whole health, delivering compassionate care that treats physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carolyn Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy, in action. With that, I want to welcome in uh, Michael Orr. You guys may know him. His story from the blind side. He's won a Super Bowl, first round pick. He's played for years and years, and now he actually just came out with the second book as well. How are you, big guy? Doing great, Jay. Appreciate you having yeah. me on. Hey, before I get into your, your new book, you had a, a rough story growing up. What's it like watching it played by other people on TV? <laughs> well, uh, I've always been a movie guy, uh, even before The Blind Side came out. But, you know, for me, it was kind of funny. It wasn't that big of a deal uh, because I knew how how much more pain and how rough of a story and the things that I actually uh, went through that you couldn't get. You, you weren't going to feel the amount of things that I went through in that movie. So I understood that right off the bat, you know, from from watching the movie the first time I saw it. So, you know, it, I didn't I didn't look at it as a big of a deal as everybody else did because I knew whoever saw that wasn't going to understand who I was and what I actually went through. What, what were the, some of the things that were more difficult that maybe weren't in the movie that you actually had overcome? To be honest with you, 
I would say, you know, from the ages of three to 12 years old, I was on the streets. I was in shelters. I was in foster care. And I, from 11 to 12, I lived a year and a half on the streets uh, by myself running from the authorities after I ran away from the from foster care, foster home that I was living in. So, you know, from the, your first memory being homeless uh, and just having to survive and go through all of that from three to 12 years old. And people don't understand that, that that's three lifetimes that you've lived already. And where you are mentally at that stage, you're already thinking on the streets as an adult. So from the point to going to college and NFL, everything like that, that, that's a bonus. But when you're 18, you know, coming from where I came from, you know, you're just happy to be alive and surviving around that time. And 3 and 12 also is when you're supposed to learn from, like, your mom and dad, you know, those years how to become a young man and to become a, a man. And you didn't have that. What did you take from what you did learn those years for you now to teach your own son? Man, I, I, I really learned what not to be and what not to do, just do the total opposite. I learned to basically whatever, everything that I wanted in a father, in a, in a family. Uh, that's what I'm doing now, being there every day. I hate when I have to, uh, go off to another city or state or leave the house. Uh, you know, I'm implementing, uh, what hard work truly is, what it's like to, you know, have character, what not to be and, you know, how to go out here and be a, uh, a law-abiding citizen and just not to be a statistic and do the right thing every day and to go out and chase greatness. So, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's something that I can't explain. I try not to talk about too much because that's the last thing that I have. You know, everybody thinks that they know who I am. That's all I have left uh, for me. But being a family man, a father is everything to me. Uh, it's nothing. It's not a joke. And, you know, it, it's just something that – uh everybody should do and go through. Now, listen, I think because what you went through, listen, our scars make us who we are, right? Forget the accolades, forget all the other shit. Like, I never walk in a room and be like, yeah, man, I'm on the TV Hall of Fame. I don't do that shit. I walk in a room like, man, I've had seven back procedures because of fighting and, you know, got my <laughs> ankle broke twice and my nose seven times and this cut off. Like, my scars are something I could always hang my hat on to make me special and different than the rest of the room out there. Can you do the same thing? Can you look at it? Because I know you have some, look, you're going to have some anger and animosity built up and whatnot. Could you now switch it and be like, no, this is what, that's my currency. My scars are my currency. Man, I say that all the time. It's nothing better. Nobody, I mean, what? I wouldn't have a story if I didn't go through the things <laughs> that I went through. So who in the heck wants to, I don't want to go to a, I don't want to go through all this, you know, go through nothing and be successful. I mean, what we got to talk about? Right. You know, we need to be. We need to be, I like to be one with you. I like to talk about, man, you know, the, all the battles and the homeless nights, the starving, the change in the mindset where you're, you're about to go down one path and you go down another. You got saved right here because someone helped you out. So, you know, that's what I like. And that's uh, why I love being around people who are tougher, smarter, better shaped. Because I know I can be me. Because I like I've been through so many struggles. I know that I can just be me now, you know. And I've been through the worst. I've been through you know, everything that you can imagine. So I just I like being around those type of people, man. Uh, where I can just man, I can just be just be me, happy about just being around just positivity. So you know, I, I love it. So a guy like me, dude, 
my mental health issues will always tell me I I don't deserve shit. Like I'm not deserving anything, you know? So when good things tend to happen to me, I tend to either sabotage them or run away from them. I'm not like that anymore because the work I've done on myself, but years ago, that's what I would have done. I pushed every girl I ever had away from me until a beautiful woman I'm with now. When that happened with you and your, your high school coaches, uh, coach's wife brought you in, were you able to receive it and be like, oh, yes, just, yes, I deserve it? Or were you like, eh, I don't know about this right here? No, I never uh... – Man, it, it's I hate being. I mean, it's a it's a tough world to be in. I hate it. I, you know, I really hate it. For, I don't know who I hate it for. Me, I don't know. Man, when you've been like I said, you've went through so much. You've been in the street for so long. You, I guess, you're expecting it not to be true at those times, or it's going to end here pretty soon. Man, that's that's tough. That's just like winning the Super Bowl, not being able to celebrate fully like a person that's thinking normally normal uh would celebrate right. uh not man so many achievements you really don't feel feel it because it's almost like you're numb and uh something you can't heal from you just uh i think you see the joy in everybody else and you try to for me i try to live the joy that people are giving me i try to live through that joy through seeing them happy but no i don't when you took so many losses you fail so much and you just like birthdays, Christmas gifts, everything like that. It's just, I like seeing everybody else happy for me. Do you have, do you have faith in your life now? Most definitely. You, you, are you saying faith in what? Faith in, uh, just faith in your not, life. Like, man, I deserve good shit now. You know, I've always, man, that's a hard question, right? <laughs> I, I think, I think we all deserve some, but I think I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to just keep working, man, towards something. I don't care what that is, and I've never quite knew the journey that I was going on. So I think for me, I've always wanted to be humble. I've always tried to, you know, I, I, I feel that. Are you afraid you're going to jinx it? You just hit it on the head. Yeah, see, that's you the thing, man. Right? When, you fa- when you failed so much, like I said, when you failed and constantly failed, and when you think you reached the pinnacle and you're still on the other side of that failure because of the negativity and people – judging you and misunderstanding you and you wishing for other things. So I just let it happen. I just let things happen. And that works for me. Right. You know, and I just keep working for, keep working until something happens. You know, if not, I'm going to just keep going. But if it doesn't, you know, I don't, I don't feel that I don't want to mess it up. I used to be the same way. I used to always think, man, I don't want to jinx it. I'm not going to do this. And then one day, man, it's like I got an epiphany. Like, man, the universe conspires to help us it ain't against us and once i started kind of believing that i was able to i think things were right in front of my face that i hadn't been able to see before now i can see them and it's also like i don't want to live in fear so if we start living in faith not fear that's a much better way for us to live i gotta start using that that faith right? uh you know fear i think what drove me all my life is fear it's yeah. not wanting to go back not wanting to fail want to see everybody else succeed and not fail so I, I think that was that's what I, I, I'm driven by fear, uh, running away from things. Uh, faith that's a that's a hell of a thing too, right there. Uh, I, when I pray, I'm a big energy person. You know, yeah. I, I love energy. Pray a lot. Energy is everything to me, and I think I've always given out great energy and always been positive. Uh, and won't ever, I'm a big cheerleader of of people, and 
like I said, every, everybody else's success is uh, that, that's success to me. But uh, yeah, with the energy, energy is everything. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No doubt. And for you, I'll tell you something else. I don't want this to be like a therapy session, but, you know, you got to share with your teammates, <laughs> right? But something that really helped me, man, I was out in Thailand last year, went for 35 days for this, like, mind-body-spirit thing. Fought Muay Thai in the jungles for 35 days. That was a hoot. Ate all, like, anti-inflammatory foods. But I work with these monks who are like our therapists, but they just come at a different angle. And they're like, hey, we don't want you to talk for anybody, to anybody for, like, three days. All right, three days? I got ADHD. I can't not talk to anybody for three days. That's painful, right? And they're like, wow, well, what we want you to do is for three days, we just want you to sit in your own pain. And I said, I sit in my pain every day. They said, no, you experience your pain every day. We want you to sit in that pain. I said, what'd you call yourself growing up? Was it Jay? I said, no, it was Jason. I went by Jason. He said, all right. We want you to sit in your pain and hold little Jason's hand. Just yeah. show him some compassion. Because he probably never felt like he had it. And he was always on the run. And just love him up. Like, just love him up. And, man, I did that for three days, brother. It was. And I still do. Like, every day I'll go out. I'll lay on my couch out here. I'll meditate. I'll start. Look at a little Jason. I put my arm around him. I'm like, hey, wow. little man, it's going to be all right. So that wow. might be that's, something I could, you could that, benefit from. Man, that's great stuff. Right? Every day I, I, I sit in the sun. I sit in the sun every day. So, I mean, that's 30, 45 to an hour. It's nothing like three days, but that's that's a heck of a thing, right. something I definitely can. Uh, the, trauma, the trauma that you go through, 
I mean, it never goes away. Right. Uh, mentally, it's always there. And I think for me and for a lot of people uh, who's running from the past, uh, right. if they've been through all these struggles, that's what's stopping you from reaching that pinnacle and chasing greatness because you can't get over the fact that you didn't have anybody there to hold your hand, to hold little Jason's hand, to hold little Michael's hand to show them the way. So you're, you're, you're pissed off, you're angry, mm-hmm. still, you know, at a bunch of people, even if it could be you, the person that you've become now, you should have been there for little Michael, for little Mike. So, man, that, that's a great thing. And it's Good. something a lot of people can benefit from. Start doing yeah. it, man. You deserve it. Definitely going to put that in the yeah. arsenal. He's got it. He's got it. You got to heal him because he deserves it. And then, you know, you're Warrior Michael. You'll be like, hey, I got you now. Nothing else is going to happen to you ever again. I go, Warrior Jay, got you, dude. We're good. I got you. And when I start feeling myself go off the reservation sometimes, I go off to the side outside and I start doing it. I just start taking care of him and going, oh, he's the one that's that hurt right now. I'm going to go take care of him. And I don't know how long that's going to be in my life, but it definitely helps me, man. I think it could help you a lot. Yeah. No, it definitely will help. I, I think it'll be a, it'll be around forever because yeah. I mean you're living a life, you live in life, you you're pissed off. I've been pissed off for a long time. You know, you you, you put it away. How, how do we get you not to be pissed off, man? It's <laughs> right. a better existence, it's, right? It, how do we get you med- not to be pissed anymore? It's the med- it's it's that what you said right there. It's uh doing away with those demons and those uh those past that past trauma right there, man, and, and moving on. You got to understand too. For me, it's bigger than you. People who are going through, still, you went through all this. I went through everything that I went through, and basically came out on the other side. Yep. Not a lot of people going to come out on the other side. So for me, what I think now is I'm doing it for everybody behind me, everybody who doesn't have that fight to look whatever you're going through in the eye and say, "Hey, I'm about to knock you, you know, on your anus." And, you know, push you where you, uh, where you can't get to me anymore. So, uh, I think that's the biggest thing, man, is, uh, inspiring that next generation and the people who can't do it. But that's why you got to do it not in a pissed off way because, yeah, you got to look at yourself now and go, man, I can't help all these, all these kids. You're being of service. You're doing such great things, way greater than any Super Bowl you could have won, dude. It ain't even close, right? People can get lucky you on a team, they win a Super Bowl, but they can't do the stuff that you're doing now. Your story, how many other people could help out. I want that to empower you, man. I want that to get you to start moving forward every day, going, talk, my life is great now. I get to do this and help that kid and help that person, help that family. That's a life well lived. You just hit it on the head right there. When you, uh, when I was going through everything that I was going through mentally, trying to come back from a concussion, being depressed, mm-hmm. being, you know, going through all these things. And I mean, you got everything that you ever wanted. You, you're living in this. You know, huge house. You got all the money, just everything. And you're wondering what's going on. And you come out the dumps. You come out those, you come out that dark place. Because for me, it was, man, it's bigger than you. Right. It's not even about you anymore. It's about what you just said. It's about so many of these other people who can't do it. And you're playing a game bigger than football. You know, that. that's why you have a sense of duty because – you were given this platform for a reason. Nobody could – you you don't have anybody that go to graduate high school. You don't have anybody that's going to work every day. You don't have anybody that's a positive anything in your life. But you're at 11, 12 years old. You're going to school on your own. You're getting a job on your own. You're 
meeting, the, meeting life halfway and trying to get to a point of being successful because the higher power knew it was bigger than you. And that's what, you know, what you just said, looking back and understanding that hey, you have a sense of duty and you can't give up mentally, physically. You got to become, you got to keep chasing greatness. And that's, and that's everything, man. It's bigger than the game. It's not a game. It's, it's right. life. And then you do, you are beloved. It's just not by what we grew up thinking. We're going to be loved by mom and a dad and a brother and a sister, but you're so beloved that you need to see. You got, you got to give yourself a break and let it fill you up, man. It'll be much better. Just <laughs> the better you are here, the more people you could help, right? The less we're fighting with ourselves, the less energy, you know, it'll free up energy for us to help other people. That's great stuff. Right. That's great stuff. And it's some, uh, it's some, like I said, it, you can't, you've been programmed. You get programmed and you know, it, it's another topic. It's another, some other stuff that I like keeping to myself, but you can't, for me, it, it's hard to accept when you've been, you know, in this struggle, you've been told that you can't, you've been told that you won't for so long. And it's hard to accept. It goes back to that. But you uh, did. You did it. Exactly. So exactly. Fuck what they said. You did it. A hundred percent. Start correct. loving yourself up for that. A hundred percent correct, man. You got to give praise, and that's and that's a part of breaking uh breaking that barrier, going toward greatness. So yeah, it's it's something I'm definitely definitely be moving forward. And the people who want to love you up, man, let them love you up. Right, let them love you up. It's way better to be walking this walk with people, and I know it's probably real hard for you to trust people. But, man, it's, you know, you know you will be alone if you definitely don't let them in. But if you let people love you up, maybe there's a chance you won't be alone, right? And we'll have, we'll have a bigger team. I mean, the team is everything. Yeah. You're not the worst in your circle, man. you got to get a new circle. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, can keep, you can keep the same people, but <laughs> your circle that you uh, can find in needs to grow a little bit. But, you know, you're hitting it on the head. You can't continue to fight. The love and the positivity, man, it, it holds you back. So I think we all can be great at that and, you know, get to where we want to be. So it's definitely something we all can work on and I'll work on for sure. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. 
Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What was your favorite thing about playing in the league? I think everybody says, for me, it just goes back to, it goes down to the locker room. Camaraderie, yeah. That, and not even that, you can just be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, in football, you got a bunch of monsters, man, a bunch of men. You know, I've always been a leader of men, and you can be yourself. You don't have to put on. And nobody, you when someone's looking at a foot, I in college, you have to, you have looking at the scout report. You have to look at pictures. You have to look at these monsters on the scout report. In the NFL, you have to look at these monsters, and then you have to go run them, run them over on Saturdays and Sundays. So it was no egos. It was no time to. Uh, who's who's the, the the most popular? Everybody in that locker room, everyone, every man is himself, and you can be comfortable. You can get joked on. You can, you know, mm-hmm. you can you can just tell. You can just everybody is ch- chasing that one thing. Everybody's chasing the championship, but you know, outside the locker room, you you know, then things you people go their separate paths. But you know, inside that locker room, man, it, it's you're talking about personalities that you don't see in the public and just people just uh, being themselves. and All problems so are many, solved. All right? problems are solved. And there's, no so many, there's so many misunderstood people yeah. that's in that locker room that you, you you wouldn't even recognize and they can be themselves because everybody else is yeah. telling them that what they aren't. So, you know, that, that's one thing that I... Hey, I always say if the rest of the about. world acted like an NFL locker room, we won't have so many problems. Like it's the only place you can have a big fat white racist lineman being the best man of the young thug black guy's wedding. Right? No, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> ain't nobody racist, ain't nobody everybody's you won't show it. I can tell you that. Right. There's one color people. you care about. That's silver, that ring, that, that trophy. That, that is it. And being a good person. Mm-hmm. You know, that locker room will turn you into a hell of a guy too. Yep. So it'll bring out all your great uh, traits and qualities. Yeah, you cannot be that. selfish in a locker room. You got to be beholden uh, to your brother on your right and left. That's it, right there. So that, that's one of the uh, that's one of the things I miss more than anything. I, I had started a charity years ago called MVP Merging Vets and Players, where same thing. I was taking football players and putting them together with combat vets for when the uniform came off because losing that locker room sucks. I know it's the I know they do different jobs, but the loss of the locker room is the same suck for both. So I'm like, hey, let's put them together, train together, and have these mental health talks together. We're now in uh, eight cities in, in eight years, wow. and I'm really proud of it. Yeah. You guys in Nashville? Really proud. We're not in Nashville yet, but we were on Zoom each week also. Look it up. It's uh, vetsandplayers.org. I'll check it out. Yeah, no, we're, we're definitely expanding. It's pretty cool. You know, football, especially in the NFL, is not about physical. It's not right. about physical at all. It's all mental. So that's what I tell people every day. You from six to six, man. You got to be locked in mentally every single second. And the ones who can do that the best, those are the ones who last the longest. And I, I think it holds true. When you're done playing football, it's PTSD as well uh, yeah. because of the, the mental 
everything you had to go through mentally every day, man, uh, you know, it definitely aligned. So, yeah. I got a couple more questions before I let you go, bud. Uh, what was the coolest thing? And then we're going to talk about your new book. What was the coolest thing when the movie came out? Like your coolest experience from it? <laughs> the coolest experience, man, uh, I probably, you know, having a movie made about you, uh, I think for the most part, a lot of the times, the person that plays in the movie looks a lot better than the real character. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know if that was, I don't know if that was the case this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought I was about a, on a scale of one to ten, about a five or six, man. And <laughs> I instantly went up to about a nine, ten once it came out. So <laughs> the difference right there was tremendous. It was good, man. <laughs> but did, did you have any good stories of being on any of the red carpets? And were like, holy fuck, this person's here. To be honest with you, I, I didn't go. I didn't go to any red carpets. Really? I didn't go, uh, I didn't go to. I've never met. Sandra Bullock, I've never met Tim McGraw. What? Uh, I've never met any, I've met the actor who played. Why not? He came to a game. I mean, that's, a, that's another story for us, but in my mind, my head was in the game, man. I'm going to come back and share it with you. Uh, okay, good. Uh, in a few months. And okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more openly, but, uh. My no, friend I, was your producer. Molly Smith was a producer. Good okay. friend of mine. Yeah. Molly's okay, amazing. Yeah. Great. Her brother is the head coach of the Falcons right now. Yeah. And yep. Collins, uh, Collins, uh, the sister. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Married to, uh, uh, Arthur's brother. Yes. So, yes. 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 Yeah. yeah so, great family. Yeah. Yeah. My head was in the game. My head was in right. the game. I was locked in. Football was what got me to where I wanted to be in, hmm. where I thought I wanted to be in life. So I had to be locked in, man. Interesting. All right. Tell me about your new book you got coming up. Uh, when your back's against the wall, it's, a, it's a continuation from my last book. I beat the odds. It's, Picking up uh, where I last left off with the uh, with I beat the odds and where I am right now with my foundation and coming back from what we're talking about now mental health depression and dealing with uh, life's obstacles man and when people say how can we fix uh, poverty how can we fix everything that's going on in this world and people who uh, the people who don't want to be great and just want handouts and what I tell those people is you have to fix yourself first. And you have to heal yourself first and to, before someone's, before you can meet someone else halfway and we can fix this thing as a whole. And, you know, for me, it's looking yourself in the mirror and understanding that every answer you want, if you want to be successful, great, whatever you want to be is in that mirror. And for me, I wasn't going to blame anyone. I wasn't going to blame anyone for me being homeless as a kid or starving. So I looked myself in the mirror and said, Hey, you got all the tools and you, from the time you're six years old, you understand. I understood once I touched that fire that it was hot. So I knew right from wrong then. So it's just a, it's a continuation on that. And when I'm going with my foundation and, you know, helping uh, disadvantaged youth, man. So uh, it's mentally not a lot of people can get through these hurdles. And I was fortunate. Fortunately, I was one of the ones who could. So just trying to give them a playbook on, on this life, on this thing called life. Tell them the name again. When your back's against the wall. When your back's against the wall. All right. Love it. Uh, last two things. So it's funny. You and I had a DM exchange, right? Yeah. A couple months ago. I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? <laughs> so we kind of got into it a little bit. And I want you to know from all this. Now you can see. Like, man, don't let the roommates in your head. Don't believe what they tell you. Yeah. You know? And I do too all the time, man. I'm thinking like, this motherfucker's angry at me. He's doing And I start telling these stories that aren't real. And a lot of people love you. So Start no, telling those well, yeah, I, I will. No, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I knew 
no, I knew you were a hard ass and you're a tough guy, man. I, uh, but you know, it's for me, you know, when you've been misunderstood, you're, Hey, I'm trying, you're going to, one thing I got is my name. I'm trying to defend. And I know you're a tough, hard ass guy. Hey, I'm ready to clash with you anytime. I, I was just like, where the fuck is this coming from? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Hey, you were looking at me wrong one day. I'm looking at you wrong one day. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I hey, said, Hey man, I'm on edge all the time. So I was probably edgy as shit for something else. <laughs> that's another thing, man. Mentally, that, that's those right. things you're talking about. And, and it helps, uh, it helps right there. Man, I can't wait to use that, uh, coping me- mechanism you talked about earlier. That right there. I can, I can't wait to get back, uh, home, man, and just get that to going. Probably because you never, me. you never know who, uh, who's going through something and who can use right. that. And you just got to keep on spreading that word right there and putting that out there. Right. Ton- Millions of other people need to know just that right there, what you told me. And man, all kind of light bulbs went off right there. And, you know, just saying, man, and even if people, people, shit, everybody, I don't, you don't have to be anything to have hate or to think someone hates you, man. You can be a great guy, but you got to start speaking that love and that, uh, that, that, that positivity into your life and putting the arm around that younger you and, Mm -hmm. man, thanks. I've learned a lot, man, just uh, on this Thank little you. time right here. I can't wait to implement yeah. that, man. So that's good stuff. I appreciate I want, you. I want you to DM me and then tell me how it's going, what you've been able to. It took me about three days that first time, and it was like, it was hard. And then, like, that third day, it was almost like, God, the universe talked to me. Like, no one hates you. We're all for you. But we needed you to feel this kind of pain so you could help others with theirs. And, like, in the same time, we need you to see we made all your other dreams come true to keep you afloat, but you haven't seen that. Okay? Once you can understand and see that and see why you're in this pain, then you'll kind of be ready to go to that next step. And man, it was everything. It just changed yeah. my life, dude. And I still got to work on it. I'm a work in progress. I'm a fucked up dude. No okay? doubt. Yes. I'm a work in progress, man. I'm fucked up, but I'm good with my fucked up. No question. Man, <laughs> if I didn't, if I didn't try to have good sense, man, Jesus, I think that's the only thing that right? me ever. <laughs> Thank God. Hey, it's it's uh hey we're doing it for other, you know like we just like I said earlier hey it's for the other people man who can't handle it yeah. we can we are able to deal with that right there and still get the job done a lot of other people give up. My last question for you: I ask every single guest of ours before I let them go, give me your unbreakable moment, that moment that should have broken you and didn't, and you came through the other side of that tunnel. As a result, you are stronger forever. Damn. And it's uh sure you got a lot. Yeah, it's a ton, but I would say probably uh dealing with the concussion, dealing with your depression, the darkest space I'd ever been in because I've been able to I've been through every injury. I should have set out I don't know how many games in life from a young kid, but when everything you've read, everything you've seen, and you're going through that going through that, man, and it was uh it, I'm the heaviest I've ever been, bad out of shape and just you're thinking about you're thinking about dying. You're just thinking about is this going to be the night every night? Your head is pounding. You're you just you're at peace and ready to give up. But something it wouldn't let me give up. Kept fighting because I felt that it was uh I was doing it for other people. I was doing mm-hmm. it for a bigger cause. So and you walk out on that balcony, you walk out on your pool deck and. Just a breath of fresh, fresh air just comes over you. And, you know, everything is all the baggage is off you. So just going through that, that time right there, 
uh, was one of the toughest of coming out on the other end. I appreciate everything about who I'm headed and who I'm becoming. And uh, like you said, man, it's even greater than what you thought uh, you were chasing. I appreciate you. I love you, dude. We're battle buddies now. Uh, if you still want to fight, man, I'm in. No problem. We're good. <laughs> no, hey, I'm we're good, dude. Physically, I, <laughs> physically, I can't get it done, man. I appreciate you, thank you, man, for having me on, man. And uh, I look forward to doing it again, man. Hey, tell it. me how it goes, though. Keep in touch with me, all right? And then we'll, as you're doing this journey where you're helping other people, lean on me for shit, and I'll kind of help guide you there, too. And I may come lean on you for something one day, too, because it's my job, man, to help as many people as I can. Most right? definitely. Well, all you right. definitely helped me, man. I appreciate thank you. you I'll talk to you soon. Love you, man. Let's keep walking this walk together. We'll do it. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.